the one and all to another edition, a special edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. It is pre-WWE pay-per-view weekend, or at least we're, that's not the pre, look, it's Friday evening. We're in the weekend, technically speaking. What are you, I'm, look, I like to make things complicated. Wow, I just like, Did he just say pre-weekend? I said pre-weekend, which is technically the week, but it's, oh, Jesus Christ. And then he followed that with speaking, so he sounded like he was spitting the lyric. <laughs> Warren Hayes spitting bars. That's it. God. <laughs> That's what you people came for. That's the content yeah. you all came for. Yeah, I, I was going to say this is the best way to drive everyone away, right? Hey, you know what? If you're watching this live on YouTube.com right now, slash Mr. Warren Hayes, you see two dudes with me right now. Yes, that's right. I said dudes. It's Chris Spizak and Silky, the benchmark of professional wrestling from the Spies and the Benchmark show. Guys are joining me tonight to talk about Clash of Champions predictions. Guys, how you doing? Well, we'd be doing a lot better if we could figure out this Skype shit. Microsoft, stop changing your shit. Skype was perfect, and then you had to go and jack with it. Can I say shit on the program, Warren? I've already said it twice now. I mean, it's moot point at this point. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and shout out to JPQ is saying that I look thinner. It must be the camera. Yeah, it definitely probably is. <laughs> okay, appreciate that, Silky. But we're happy to be back with you, Warren, as always. You were a staple on our program for the NXT previews, and we don't get to see you as no, much. So yeah. anytime we get to chat with you, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good. Time. I'm really, really glad. I'm, and I was just telling you guys before we got on air how happy I am to have both of you back on because uh, we've always had a good time, and I like uh, going on your show. You guys have been on the show a couple of times as well, and it's been too long. Now we're here. We're all together here on YouTube.com/slash Mr. Warren Hayes doing this live, and if you. Already like what you're seeing because goddamn Silky Silky the benchmark Silky Barnes is here. Of course you're gonna like that. We'll give the video. Just fuck up Wait, what is it? Can is we? Everything okay? Did yeah, you just say up, Barnes? Come, come over what this way a little bit, and then you. It's not like you said Silky Barnes. Baines. He was back to spitting bars. Yeah, he was spitting bars. bars. Baines, and then he, so on he and had so that in his mind. I'm gonna let that pass. Thank you, thank you, because because I'm glad you're here. <laughs> And if you're glad that they're here, give the video a thumbs up, like it on YouTube. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast application, well, goddamn, thank you very much. And you can leave a, a review, a like, a subscription, whatever way you can show love to the Mr. Warren Hayes show on your podcast app. Hey, feel free to do that. That'd be fantastic. It's funny. I've seen this happen a couple times already, Warren, because I'm watching you on the YouTubes as we're going right now so we can keep up with the chat and see who's making fun of us. And the number will go up. And then it'll immediately come back down as if people are turning it on to go, oh, shit, Spee's in the benchmark. <laughs> Turn this shit right back no, off again. It's disappointing. They say, shit, it's Spee's. Okay, whatever, yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm expecting I'm expecting people to come in in droves once they start realizing that Silky's here. What? Where's your better half, Mr. Hayes? I'm not seeing Kristen Ashley in the uh, in the Listen, chat room here. What's going on she there? Is, uh, she'll definitely pop in. She is. Uh, she's. She's getting some fantastic stuff together. She's been working hard this week. A lot of people have been working. We've all been working hard this week, and it's time to talk about wrestling with the great people who are in the chat right now, like Carlos is here, Aaron J's fan, JPQ, we've already mentioned that, Robert Larry just popped in, and there's going to be more people uh, dropping in as they do realize. Come on, guys. People are going to be happy that Speeds in the Benchmark is here. Look, Carlos says it himself. We love Speeds in the Benchmark. God damn. Hells yes. Glad to hear it. There we go. Glad to hear it. There we go. We're going to be talking about Clash of Champions, but before we actually get into it, you know, I, I, I like to talk about the buildup, how we got to this point, how everything has, has settled in. 
There's a couple. There's been a couple of major angles, a couple of big things that have been happening. Let's let's start by talking about. Uh, let's start by talking about uh, Roman Reigns and uh, his uh, series of attempted murders. Uh, <laughs> there's homicides. Attempted homicides. I I don't um, it, look. It, I don't understand. Okay, let me start over. I liked how this was how this was started. I I'm I, I I'm a guy who likes a good murder mystery. I like the who done it things, but then at some point everything started going. You know when they when they pulled out the guy who looked like Rowan and Daniel Bryan says, "Oh, it, this is the guy. It's not Eric Rowan, but it's this guy. It looks like him." But then it turns out that it is Eric Rowan, and, I'm, and I don't understand anything anymore. Uh, can you guys make sense of this in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, it's hot trash. Yeah, that's the that's the insight that you came for here. Yeah, that's the insight. Hot, hot trash. I've stated it before, and I'll state it again. No one ever gets over with uh, wrestling who done it. See, I no disagree one. with that because be wrong. it's worked in the past. What name? What? When did it work? Uh, it worked beautifully with the Aleister Black thing. We talked about this on our show, and I was right then, and I'm right now. Yeah, Aleister right. Black who done it worked beautifully. I mean, the build, but the reveal of who it was, the person who it turns out to be. <laughs> nice. He's even got a hot trash graphic. That's uh, I'm ready for everything. I'm so glad you guys said that. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's awesome. Wrecked. That is awesome. <laughs> But um, but you're talking about as far as getting people over. Yeah, getting people like Rowan is no more over because of this. We know he's going to dump this match to Roman Reigns. So uh, it, it, at the end of the day, it does nothing yeah, it for was, Eric Rowan. I would and move. it did nothing for Johnny Gargano. Like, he didn't get more over as a heel. It was actually a lot of – we. I remember us talking saying how stupid it was. It was a great build, the mystery part, but the reveal and – Whoever it is, and they never get over by being a part of the wrestling who done it. Yeah, it's one of those things. And my background's in movies. For those of you who never watch our show, so I often make parallels to things that happens in, in in movies. There are so many movies that are great premises, but when you finally have to pay it off, that's what makes really great writers and really great directors and really great filmmakers is the ability to pay off the premise that you've set up. And unfortunately. WWE didn't do that with this one. I thought They've the setup was nice, and it could have worked out well, but it just didn't. It fell flat, and as a result, I don't know how many people are really interested in this match. I'm not. But, you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll prove me wrong. Well, it's happened in the past, but we shall see. see the, and since we're drawing parallels to the Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano thing, I think that the, the whodunit aspect of that angle was fantastic because it did keep us guessing they threw in nikki cross into the situation where she was like oh i know who did it but then since she's uh, uh, cuckoo nutso she wouldn't just come out and say hey it's so and so and then it dragged out and dragged out and i guess the payoff was a little disappointing because we were like why johnny gargano right but here the thing that bothers me is that this doesn't make sense it just doesn't why did they bring uh, not Eric Rowan and say this is the guy who did it, but then it turns out that it is not not Eric Rowan, but actually Eric Rowan. And then and, and then Daniel Bryan gets mad at Eric Rowan and said, you lied to me, but Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan kidnapped the other guy. They brought him in saying this is the guy, and now Bryan is mad at Rowan and 
Rowan's in a where, where, ah! where the hell is where the hell is not not Eric Rowan? Where did he that go? guy just disappeared off the earth. He's just gone now. Exactly. Yeah, they probably killed him and disposed of the body. That's why Daniel Bryan's mad. He's now accomplice to two crimes. Exactly. The kid homicide and, and attempted homicide. Yeah, well, three now. <laughs> <laughs> so but yet, he's running up a litany of charges right now. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have a hell of a record once this when this <laughs> once this is over. But and, and you mentioned it, and then uh, this is probably one of the matches, and like you said, like you guys said, that isn't holding all, that isn't captivating us all that much because it didn't really get anyone over. It didn't get Eric Rowan necessarily over, and it's put on the card the Clash of Champions, which is supposed to be all title belts, everything being defended, and we're getting this match instead of getting King of the Ring, which was bumped off the card and put over to Monday Night Raw, the King of the Ring tournament that WWE has been putting over recently as the prestigious tournament, the prestigious King of the Ring. But it's apparently, apparently, you guys, and I want your thoughts on this, apparently not prestigious enough to be put on your big evening where all the titles are put up for grabs. I mean, I guess it's not a real title. I mean, come on, Roman Reigns is fighting for his life. What's bigger than that? Yeah, of course. It's the ultimate, <laughs> Roman it's the ultimate belt. Trying to stay alive. The and they, they're probably going to throw back to years ago with the Austin Triple H, and Roman's going to run away, and he's going to forklift the car up and drop it on its head, and magically next week nothing's going to be wrong with Rowan, shit like that. So I feel like that's probably going to happen. Yeah, I hey. think. I think so. It's like you said. I would like to see that, actually. It, it doesn't make sense for this match, number one, to even be taking place, period, because it's not really doing anything for either guy. And as much as they've done to build up the King of the Ring, and we're as big a critics as anybody when it comes to WWE screwing things up, but we do give them credit where credit's due. King of the Ring tournament's been great. I think it's been great. I think some uh, people have been pissy about who's won and so on and so forth. Well, I mean, it's kind of, my thing was it's very lopsided. It's very raw-heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Baron Corbin's going to win this. And look at the caliber of athletes Baron Corbin went through to get to the finals versus the caliber of athlete Chad yeah, Gable Tell, tell him what you called the SmackDown side of the bracket. Um, what was it, the dregs? He called it the dregs. Yeah, the dregs. dregs was the SmackDown side of the bracket with Andrade and, you know, guys oh, like that. Guy, Andrade was, like, literally the only one on SmackDown when you saw that. that the dregs. Man, you're like, okay, this guy might actually make it to the finals, but... Dregs, yes. Well, the people who they are a step above the twenty four seven title picture. Well, see, <laughs> well, I would, okay. Yeah, all opinions exactly. are fair. All opinions are fair. <laughs> put it that way. But I, I will agree that the that the raw side of the tournament was much, much better, produced much more quality matches, and it's kind of mind boggling when you do end up like honestly. I only really remember Ali versus Buddy Murphy from the SmackDown side. Outside of that, everything has been either forgettable or just angles. It's just been it, it's just been angles. I thought the raw side was far superior. Yeah, it's they they did a great job with it. I still I still say and and Kyle King and I talked about this on Wednesday. I'll be interested to see if you guys agree. Putting Baron Corbin in the final against an up and comer underdog like Chad Gable, that place is going to be going absolutely ballistic for Chad Gable. Yep. That everybody hates Baron Corbin, and that's a, exactly that's, that's how you get somebody over. So I'm hoping he gets over majorly if he pulls off an upset and wins King of the Ring, and Baron Corbin gets over majorly by squashing 
Cinderella and, you know, putting her back. I mean, the best way you could possibly end it is Baron Corbin cheating to win. And Chad Gable, you know, still, he's going to come back and get his at some point. But, hey, it's been a great thing for Chad Gable and props to him. I mean, it's nice to see another. They've been doing a, a pretty good job of showcasing guys that if we'd said six months ago we're going to be showcased, we probably would have laughed. Guys like Cedric Alexander, guys like Chad Gable, you know, being able to put guys like that at the forefront, I think has been great. And those guys have done a great job with it. Absolutely. And uh, and I'm actually looking forward to, I'm actually looking forward to the finals because Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin works really, really well with smaller guys. This is something that we have discovered over the past four to five months. With the smaller guys, he works really, really well. I want to say hello in the chat to the bunch of people who just dropped in, including, notwithstanding, but also, most importantly, Kristen Ashley. How you doing? We have Hobo <laughs> Angst who's here as well. There he goes. <laughs> Boot to the face is here as well. We uh, we got, get uh, oh, get the tables angles. Uh, uh, 1,001 OF clips. How you doing, everybody? Well, 1,001 OF clips. Of clips. You know, that's... O- o- OF, because they... It might be initials. You never. <laughs> it's Marion Watson. It's Marion Watson. He used to be Marion Watson. Now he changed it to something okay. weird. But anyway, well, glad glad that he's here. Yes, indeed. Um, one last thing that we were, uh, just want to touch on before we start talking about predictions: Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins. They're in a feud. They're in a tag team. They're getting along. They're champions. They're sort of getting along still. Uh, it's been an interesting development. It's because WWE usually has a tendency to pull the trigger on this one or, or really push the, how will they ever get along scheme, you know, but (laughs) they haven't been pushing it too hard. They've, they've both been in tag team matches leading up to, uh, leading up to it. And they've been getting along. They've been shaking hands at the, uh, um, at the uh, they shook hands at the contract signing. Uh, this I, I don't know what to think. Like it's interesting because it's, it's new, but it's also terrible. very very terrible. ordinary, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Like I just don't like it at all. I mean, right now, I just it's not a champions. I want to see a tag team title match, right? A good one. And when you think about it, both the champions. And the challengers, this is only going to be their second like tag team match. They've been in multi-man matches, but really, Ziggler and Robert Roode. Robert Roode only really had the tag team turmoil match. Which was a travesty that they won that thing. Just a thrown-together tag team. It was just ridiculous. Normally, I'd say you're wrong, but this one, you're very much right. I'm not opposed to them... Being getting the shot, I just don't like how they got the shot. And I'm, you know, build them up. If this was where you were going to go, we should have been having a couple months ago them tagging together. Mm -hmm. So at least, like, this just made the whole raw tag team division look like shit. Yeah, you just shit on your tag team division yet again. Like, you, all these teams that had multiple years, even the B team and Hawkins and Ryder, who are, you know, Literally, the dregs. <laughs> they have years of tag team experience together, tagging together. And you get these guys who literally seemed like that was their first match yep. as a tag team. And now they're the number one contenders. And then you have Rollins and Strowman, who in their first match together win the tag team. Exactly. Titles. It just rips so you repeat. Have, 
two teams that literally have this is really their second tag team match. Yeah, and when you co- either way you come out of this event still not really giving a shit about the tag teams. Right. In over on the Raw well, side of things. I would, so be lose, lose. I would be interested because of the caliber of athlete that um, Ziggler and Rude are, I would be interested in them getting the titles because I feel like and they can have matches on par with like the Revival mm-hmm. and the Usos. You know, they're that good that you put them with someone, they can gel and have these great and possibly bring. Like, let's not forget that fucking Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar, started off kind of similar, just thrown together. They worked out all right. And they worked out great. So It just would be nice to see them take the tag team division seriously more than a couple weeks at a time. You know, it's just... I mean, that facts, but that's neither here nor there. It's hard to get fired up for a match when you say to yourself, okay, no matter who wins this, I'm still probably not going to give a shit. Yeah. And that's just, that's not a way you build to a match. So it's a... You know, it's a, and it's also that this match is just subterfuge for the main event, mm-hmm. which is Rollins. So that's another reason we inherently aren't going to care about who actually wins this match because of the fact that we know if they win, it's probably going to be something, some schmazer where Rollins and Strowman aren't in sync and they capitalize. And now we have more anger because now you're going into this match after losing the tag team titles. So now there's more heat for the title match at the end of the night. Agree. Agree. Absolutely. Yeah. It just seems like a means to an end to get yeah. you more interested in a relatively lackluster, you know, universal championship match as well. And, so, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and uh, and uh, just to add on to, to what to what Silky was saying, you know, I I'm I, I'm. Whereas the 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 creation of Rude and Ziggler together sort of well it was terrible because but the, the whole tag team turmoil thing as we established very clearly was terrible, um, you know Bobby Rude is a fantastic tag team wrestler like he has had uh, his time in TNA slash Impact as Beer Money yeah. I mean that he's yeah. fantastic he's a fantastic tag guy so you know if you if you're talking about putting these those two uh, up against the revival I'm like sure absolutely uh, rude has the uh, has the capacity to pull it off but you know on top of all you uh, what you were saying I there's not a lot of things that I'm very very old school in I'm very I like I like I don't mind when things advance and change but to me two singles he likes the flippy guys is what he's saying <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry go ahead go two ahead. singles guys come just popping in together then suddenly defeating season tag teams, it doesn't work for me. No. It doesn't no, work. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, I mean, the counter that point, which is a good point, but if they win the tag team titles, they're not being the season tag team because, again, this is only their second match exactly. as a tag team. <laughs> exactly. I want to say hello to Amber Golf, who joined, uh, who joined the chat. Um, 1001 of clips. I got it right this time. <laughs> agrees 100% but he says he's ready to move on on how they got together as long as they're doing good things for the tag division in three weeks and so, absolutely I mean you know if they if they can pick that up Carlos says WWE main roster tag team division is bad that's uh, that's an understatement <laughs> a major understatement pretty uh, that's yeah. actually true and Hobo Angst says it's better to be in a 15 minute match and lose than in a five minute match and win that always depends on who you're wrestling, but I get the sentiment. 
All right. Well, let's start talking about predictions then. Let's get right to it. I'm going to run them down in reverse order as they are presented to us, bestowed upon us grateful, grateful plebeians on WWE.com. Uh, so this is not editorialization. This is exactly how they're presented in reverse order. So we're going to start by talking about the first match, WWE Cruiserweight Champion Drew Gulak in a triple threat match for his title. He'll be defending against Humberto Carrillo and Lindsay Dorado. I'm a big 205 Live uh, guy. I listen to it every week. Love this. Love Drew Gulak. I've loved him for years. Um, and um, they've been... Push, they've been pushing Humberto Carrillo quite a bit. Lindsay Dorado, he's a stalwart. He's been there since the Cruiserweight Classic. Unfortunately, a part of Lucha House Party. But uh, recently, <laughs> recently they've been giving him some promo time. And uh, I'm telling you guys, the guy uh, the guy has personality. He's slick. Um, do you guys even watch 205 Live? How does this... I was going to say, I'm so glad we're starting with this match because we're yeah. both big 205 Live fans yeah. over here. We're, we, I mean, This I'm, is the content you guys came for for us to break this match down. So no, go ahead and uh, knock yeah, it out, buddy. So we've got one, Drew Gulak, which I know. He's the know, white guy. He's the white guy with yeah. the beard. Then we have two Hispanic... One of them's got a mask. That's Lindsay Dorado. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Like a cat, right? Yeah. So sort of. The Golden Lynx. The Golden Lynx. There you go. The Golden Lynx. Okay. So being that I don't know any of these but the white guy, I'm going to have to go with the white guy. Okay. Silky's going with the white guy. I'm going to go with the Hispanic guy because that gives me a six and six and two third (laughs) chance to win. So I'm going with no, the Hispanic with mask, guy. With or without mask? <laughs> well, gentlemen, it was, Don't make those, come on. it was nice having you. Thank you for coming. Yes. Yes, indeed. Fantastic yes, indeed. insights. Um, I'm just waiting for Neville to come back and get back on no. top where he belongs. That's that's what that's no. what I'm waiting for. He's doing better. He'll, he'll I'll be, be waiting a long, long time. He'll be better in AEW. I, no, Drew Gulak is great. I mean, look, yeah. that guy's been he's been around a long time, and I actually like the fact that he had a couple of shots and couldn't quite get over the top for a while, so that now that he is the champion, it just makes that story a little bit better. And I agree with you about Lindsay Dorado. All three of those guys, and I, I give them a lot of shit because I'm a huge Revival fan, and they had to dump to the fucking Lucha House party for a few weeks, and that was just absurd. <laughs> but listen, those guys are fantastic athletes. They're always a lot of fun to watch. And the, the Cruiserweight title match, I, I have a hard time thinking back to one where I didn't say... Why the fuck was that not on the main yeah. card? That was such a good match. I mean, they, those guys, you're absolutely right, Warren. They kill it. They are kicking ass. And I, I really don't like the fact that we don't get to see them on regular TV. And then subsequently, we don't get to see them on the pay-per-view. It seems like if well, you're trying I mean, to build that show, let them show up on the main card of a pay-per-view uh, once in a while well, and say, hey, this is the shit that you're missing by not watching 205 Live. I, I'd like to see but, it. Generally, the people who watch the pay-per-view, they're going to watch the pre-show. And if you're, I mean, so fans are still, a lot of people are still seeing the what they have to offer on 205 Live. Now, when they were on the main show, I remember people bitching and complaining about, like, you know, the Cruiserweights being on the main show and, like, how it felt so separate. It wasn't, it felt forced. And then they went off and they took it away and they just gave them their, or kept them to their own show. But sadly, I mean, it's just too much, so much wrestling. Honestly, I don't even, I don't watch 205 Live just because I don't have a chance. You're lucky on a week when we, when we were doing the show twice a week, if I 
carved out time to watch Raw and SmackDown so, so I could do this show. Here. Exactly. So my uh, one job was to pull the weight and actually watch all the programming so that uh, you know I keep up with everything. Yeah, and sometimes you were bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's I think one of the things I think it's going to be a great match. Um, I still go with Gulick just because. I don't watch it, so and I I'm joking when I say I don't know who the other two are. I really I know who they are, but I just don't see him dropping it this such so soon. Yeah, I mean, two hundred five live has kind of they're kind of rinse and repeat, and that's another reason why I kind of don't watch. Is the champion's going to win? He's going to literally beat everybody in the division, and then it's going to be one of the challengers that comes back around. They did it with Alexander. They did it with Murphy. And now this, they're doing it with Gulak. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but that's probably what's going to happen. But my pick is definitely Drew Gulak as well, just because uh, he's uh, he's fantastic, and and you can tell that he's really well liked in WWE as well because they have him going around from brand to brand doing stuff. Uh, let's not forget that he was putting the boots to Roman Reigns earlier this year when he popped up on Raw. Uh, so, uh, so that's something, but yeah, I mean, th- I mean, it's going to be the cruiserweight, the, the cruiserweight match. It's going to be fun, but, uh, I don't think, I don't think Drew Gulak is dropping that title anytime soon. Let's talk about the United States champion, AJ Styles, putting up his title because it is clash of champions against Cedric Alexander, who has had a. Uh, who has had a bit of a, a boost recently uh, or, or over the past couple of months, sort of being inserted into uh, into some major storylines with um, with uh, Roman Reigns being disguised as a as a gimp, uh, a, a gimpy uh, a ger- a janitor a couple of weeks ago. But uh, but yeah, what, the, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. It was so bad. Like I was honestly I was expecting like Jordan Miles, ACH. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Because they kind of similar style, mm-hmm. similar build. They do some of the same stuff. And so I was like, oh. This is the perfect spot yeah. to debut ACH. That would be great. And then when he took the bat, I was like, Cedric Alexander? Like, why? <laughs> but, I mean, not saying he didn't deserve to put. I just, like, when you do something like that with a mass character, it's like you want, generally, you want that payoff to be someone you never thought. Right. Like, or, well, not never thought. But someone new. A, a new character. Yeah, yeah a surprise. Yeah. It was not a surprise to see same old Cedric Alexander, which it and then he like lost and unmasked. So there like it was all like I didn't if he would have had that quick one two three, and then pulled the mask off, big pop Cedric Alexander gets over big time. But you lost, so it and then it takes a lot of the steam yeah. away for sure. Exactly. I mean, at least they've done something with him. At least he's at least he's come back and he had a you know he's had some fantastic matches on Raw, had some had a good match in King of the Ring. I mean, I didn't think he was going to go yeah, as far he, as something. He wasn't long for that tournament, <laughs> but yeah, because it's Baron Corbin's thing. I mean, we yeah. kind of had that feeling, but uh, but yeah, listen, I give she- I, I I give Cedric a shot in this match. I still think AJ Styles is going to win it. Yeah, but again, it's another really great showcase for Cedric Alexander. Listen, I wouldn't complain in the slightest if he won, because again, I think it's a new guy that you can push and you can get out there in front of the fans. Um, I don't see him getting the victory just because, again, I kind of wonder at this point, I'm more thinking about AJ Styles and what's next for AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. You know, he's 
he's out of that main title picture now. You know, he's kind of come down a little bit, and now he's U.S. champ. And if he loses the U.S. title to Cedric Alexander, you know, he and the OC have been kind of – I hesitate. I'm not going to use the word buried because they certainly haven't. But it's haven't been getting a lot of victories here recently. Yeah. And for AJ to continue falling down the card – I don't think it's necessarily a good look. So I think AJ Styles is probably going to come away with this. I one. think so too. And AJ's not afraid. He's not afraid to put over to put over guys. Uh, you know, to have great matches with guys, uh, younger guys, up and comers. He's done it before, and he'll he'll do it again. And th I think this is one of these matches that, despite the fact, because I agree, and chat, let us know who you think is going to win here. But uh, I also I do believe that uh, that this is a match where. AJ is going to win, but it's going to be one of these matches where Cedric, where the loser is going to come out looking better than when he did come in. I think that if they're given a little wiggle room, that it's not a five-minute match, and they let the guys stretch their legs, so to speak, uh, I think as fans, we're going to be in for something good. But I also think that Cedric Alexander, even if he does lose, I think he's going to end up looking better than when he, than, than, uh, than when he came in. I think it's going to help him regardless. So he's bringing out the Negro Domus music here. Oh, yeah, we're not going to hear it very well. Oh, uh, yeah. you, you suck, I told you, man. It's, Sky, it's Microsoft Skype screwing everything Listen, up. Try to anyway. play my Negro Domus music. <laughs> not you there it is. There it is. It, 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 it sounds yeah, it sounded like perfect. perfect. Just, my matter. God. It, See, it was perfect. Thank it you. Was, it was like Dolby Surround recording. It's uh, crazy. See? Yeah. See? Warren knows what's up. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying Cedric Alexander's going to win. <gasps> Okay, then. That's fine. <laughs> it would have been a lot better with my Negro Domus music, but I really do think that Cedric Alexander is going to pull off the surprise victory because, one, I don't think AJ should be – there's very few, like Hogan. Hogan would never be an Intercontinental champ. He's just too big for that. That's right. You know, I feel like AJ, his character – It's just too big to be the U.S. champion. Mm -hmm. So use this to get Cedric over. I mean, what can he actually do with it that he can't do, that he hasn't already done? Mm -hmm. Well, that's why you never should have put it on in the first place. Yeah, that's here neither here nor there. Yeah. We're, this is the boat we're in. Yeah. So to get out of this boat, you need you put it on Cedric Alexander. That frees AJ up to do, you know, he doesn't need a, to be in the title picture. AJ Styles can feud with anybody and make it great. Yeah, that's true. And be a, a pay-per-view quality match. So why not give the young guy the rub and put him put him over? So I'm going Cedric Alexander for the win and the U.S. Well, title. There it is. Why not? Why not? Not. I mean, you know, we're all about different opinions here, even though even when they're wrong it's fine it's fine. that's right that's exactly yeah, right i know you guys are wrong i've had to adopt that 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 style of show uh quite often so, you know. <laughs> there you go uh and uh everyone i mean pretty much everyone in the chat agrees with chris and i and aj's going over so you know peer pressure we win <laughs> that's how it works let's move on to the next Is match So you give me a hard time because one of our pieces of equipment doesn't work because Microsoft screwed us yet again, Bill Gates. Jesus, man. That guy has more money than God, and his shit just doesn't work way too often. Look, I, they get something that works, and then they go tinkering with it, as Silky likes to say. It fixed, it worked until you broke it. There you go, which, which is true. And we all, know, we all know Bill Gates, Microsoft executives, they listen to this uh, to the show, so it's a good place to air your grievances. Intercontinental, intercontinental champion 
Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn in his corner will be taking on The Miz for uh, for the title. Now, Miz, if I'm not mistaken, he is inching over to uh, to being a 10-time Intercontinental Champion. He'd be like right up there with some of the some of the IC title greats as far as a uh, number of title uh, reigns that um, oh, he take the lead. He take the lead. Yeah, take Jericho the lead. has nine. Oh, Jericho has nine. So, yeah, Jericho has nine Intercontinental title reigns. Okay, uh, does Miz have nine? I thought he had I eight. Think, I think Miz had. I thought Miz had nine. I thought this would be his tenth. If he okay, won. maybe it would be. Anyway, the, we digress. It's a big one, nonetheless, for the Miz. And and yeah. the fact that he uh, see, I th- I kind of see this match as a as a as a missed opportunity because we do have babyface Miz right now. Uh, and he, if they were to push the fact that this was a big deal for Miz, that he would be setting a precedent, he would be setting a record, it would be easy for the audience, for us as viewers, to get behind it a little more and be like, and actually root for Miz, you know? As opposed to when, if he were a heel in doing this, we'd be like, no, we don't want him to do... Here, it would be a good reason for us to get behind him and just give a little heat to the match. But as it stands, it's just very, very dead they're focusing on uh on shinsuke and sammy's pairing which honestly i think is okay i'm i'm i think it's just stupid enough to work um yeah but uh, you know i I think i think this is a match that's a missed opportunity what do you guys think i totally agree with you i mean i feel like there's too much going on so it's not about that and actually i did look it up so he has eight so if he wins this he ties ties Jericho Jericho with nine. okay yeah. So what you're saying is Spees was right, is what? No, that's not. That's that's what you're saying. Never sounds like what I'm saying. Well, it is what you were saying, Almost, but nonetheless, all the time. you digress. Even when you're right, you're wrong. <laughs> so Spees on the benchmark, folks. This is uh, it's what we. But do. it's just too much of everything going on. Like it's it's a title match. It shouldn't be about like Sammy. I don't. I, I just don't like Sammy as mouthpiece. Even though Shinsuke does need a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Yes. But get a real fucking manager. Shinsuke just needs to be on TV more. He just fell off the earth after he won the IC title. Yep. And well, he was off the earth before he won. Yeah, exactly. He, he comes out of nowhere and then right, right wins back it. And like, I just, I don't know. They've totally screwed Shinsuke up. Oh, for they sure. They screwed Shinsuke up. Like they screwed the, the Intercontinental title up. That thing hasn't meant anything since the Miz dropped it when he had that long run. And his, his heel run was great. It was fantastic. And it's pretty much been dog shit since then. And I hate face Miz. I, I get I that like you kind of have to do it because he's got the show mm-hmm. and he's shown being a cutesy dad and all that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, harder to sell him as an asshole heel when you see that on the reality show. Mm-hmm. But it just, it, it doesn't work for me as much as a, as, as a face. I prefer him as a heel. Um, it's not going to ruin my enjoyment of this match, to be honest with you. I, I think it's an okay match. I honestly think Nakamura wins and I have no idea what the hell was going on with Sami Zayn coming out with The Undertaker the other day on, on SmackDown. I thought that was a weird, like, it just, it, it, was, it, it takes attention away from Sami and Shinsuke because they get Sami and The Undertaker for no apparent reason. I didn't get reason, that at all. That was nothing. Um, it was nothing and it was boring so, and it, it served no one. It, 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 I, it, yeah. it didn't even make The Undertaker look good here. Hobo Wangs did no. the chat. Well, very few things can. <laughs> Stop it. Again, Silky refers to The Undertaker. Tell him what you call The Undertaker. Um, which one? Leatherface? Leatherface mm. for The Undertaker. One of the all-time greats, Silky. I mean, but we're not going to act like he. you saw him at the last show he was on, and his face did not resemble Beaker. It did not. 
It did not. We're just not going to act like this. Don't happen. And he did have the hell of a match. He came back from that shitty uh, match over in wherever it was, Saudi Arabia. It was terrible. And then he yeah. came back and had a really good match. He was in a tag team. That doesn't matter. He looked really good in the tag team. Yeah, well, he looked great. Anyway, I got Nakamura winning this thing. I got Miz. I'm going Miz. Let's move on because Silky's. Oh, so now you're just running. Silky. You're just running Rowan show? <laughs> That's what you're doing now? Be nice, Silky, says Amber Goff. She knows what's up. It's called Botox. I, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I really have the impression that right now I'm doing a show with the uh, the two old ladies who live next door. This is fantastic. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. the two are always... That's what, it, that's what people tune in for, you know? Exactly. We, get that a lot. Exactly. Yeah, we, we do get that a lot. Yes, we do. The guy next door, he keeps leaving the front door open. No, it's the... Yeah, the exactly. Always does it. No, I'm not. That's exactly what's going on here. Uh, Hobo that's pretty much does, it. Just... He does point out that... Um, he, he does point out that uh, we're, we were talking about the... Um, the IC title being forgettable, but uh, Shinsuke also have a forget. He also had a forgettable U.S. Championship reign as well. Yeah. So you know the secondary titles recently in WWE, they're the mid card titles, I should say. They haven't been all that fantastic. A couple of people calling for Nakamura in the chat. A little there's there's a couple of there's a Miz or two in there as well. So we'll see. I also think that Nakamura is going to retain just because of the. Uh, the Sam the Sami Zayn connection. They're trying to build something there. I think they're going to give it a little more steam. SmackDown Tag Team Champions Big E and Xavier Woods of the New Day are going to take on the Revival, a team from Raw. What the hell? What is going on? No, 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 no. They're top guys, Warren. Top guys do top guy things, and top guy things include want. coming over to SmackDown Live and kicking Come the on. shit out of the New Day because that's what hey, they're going to do. Hey, revival. Hey. revival. We're the, All the way. We're the we don't even need to talk about this shit anymore. We're it's a like, given. We're like John Cena and Undertaker. We can go wherever we want because we're the revival. Because, because I have a handlebar mustache. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, I agree with Warren. Like, it's just so stupid. Like, what, first, I don't understand why we even have the separate titles because everyone's going back and forth. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. So now we it would have actually two be... tag team champs. It makes no sense to have two tag team champs when, no. you know, both shows like a Raw team can face, a SmackDown team can face. Um, it would actually be a really deep competitive division if you had one yeah, tag team championship. Combine, it would be great. If you combine them, yeah, it would definitely be great. But a lot of teams fall to the wayside. So. You know what this reminds me of these days, the tag team division? It reminds me exactly of the tag team division in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They have two sets of titles there. They have the heavyweights and the juniors, right? And there's 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 no one challenging for any... Like, there are no established tag teams outside of Gorillas of Destiny. Mm -hmm. There are no established tag teams. And then you have Rapongi 3K who are the only other established tag team, but they're juniors. They're not heavyweights. So they, they, they're little guys. Yeah. So yeah. they don't, they don't clash with each other. And you're like, well, just, just merge your divisions, get rid of, get rid of the junior titles and just have like one set of titles. And, and, and that's that this is, it, it is ridiculous. The match is going to be fantastic. If gonna it's going to be, gonna be yeah, this match is, is going to be so good. I, I don't like the revival and I like to give him shit about the revival because, I mean, oh, we all they do. did. Yeah, we all do. I mean, <laughs> as much as he puts them over, let's not, we're not going to act like they're not the guys that lost to the B team. 
Okay, we're not going to act like they're not the they guys. They did not lose to the B team. They were booked to lose to the B team. They were right? the B team. They stretched the fucking B team they all over the place. Hawkins and Ryder at WrestleMania. Hawkins hadn't won a match in two hundred and something matches until the revival came along. Yeah, so well, we're not gonna act like that didn't happen. Do. Yeah, and then they got fucked over by DX for the reunion show on and Raw, then Luke and dropping all those matches to Lucha House Party. So I, I, get I think it. I've made my point on the revival, but <laughs> needless to say, it's gonna be a great match. Yeah. Um, it's really a pick 'em. Uh, it's kind of like the Raw tag team. I honestly don't care who wins one way or the other. But if since we're doing a prediction, so I'm gonna just say New Day, Black Power, Wakanda. The blood. Oh shit! Here we go. It's, it's, it's got to be the revival. It's got to be the revival. And of, of course, course they're of course, course they're the dumping to all these other teams because they can put other teams over because they're so fantastic. That's why you put them in matches to lose to these other jokers, the dregs as you call them, because they can make the dregs look fantastic. That's that why they are the one of the, the best, and it's not the dregs, <laughs> one of the best tag teams in the world without question, and it's about time they're back on top where they belong. Revival win, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown Live tag team champions. Put it on the resume. It's going to happen this Sunday. There's, there, in, in the chat, there's some New Day. There's some Revival. I think, you know, there's a... It, it, it's. It, I think it's a hard one to call. And it depends where, they're want, where they want to go. But, you know, I'm if I'm booking the entire show, I'm having the, I'm having the New Day drop the titles. I, I, I am. And, and there's a reason for that. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> but <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that later. There's a reason in my, in my logic for this. But... Honestly, What's up, TJ Ridgeway? Good to see you, sir. He said hello, friends, and he was very excited about it. So I wanted to make sure to greet him right good, away. Good, good. He, he did just pop in. That's fantastic. Um, I know. I just... okay. But, I mean, I think it's about time, honestly. I agree with you, Warren, in that it's probably about time for them. But, you know, <clears throat> Wakanda forever. So uh, I gotta, Wakanda forever. I got to go with there the you go. That's it. <laughs> All right, let, another tag team title uh, match is going to happen. This time for the Women's Tag Team Championship, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going to defend against Fire and Desire. <laughs> team Rose and Sonya Deville. That was amazing. That was great. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's a new sounder for us. Anytime we talk about that, you, with that. that's awesome. You can, Fire and Desire. You can clip okay. it or I can, I can record a, I can, I can do a, uh, just an MP3 just for you guys. Send it our way, man. We'll use it. Definitely. I'm going with Fire and Desire. You're going Fire and Desire? Just because, you know, Rick James and Tina Marie fan and I like Fire. That's a great song. So, <laughs> You yes, picked I, the I team show. that sounds like a Rick James song. No, they're, they're, yeah, ideally we come to these programs so that people will see the type of content that we have to offer and say, oh, I might want to go check these guys out. This seemed pretty cool. And the shit that well, you're I'm giving just, them is, I'm going to pick the team that sounds like a fucking Rick James song. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound as sexist as saying they're hotter, so I'm going with them. So Holy which one shit. do you want? <laughs> Which one do you want? I think it's got to be Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and here's why. I, I love the direction that they've taken with those two. I know uh, several people haven't because they're impatient and they can't wait for the inevitable breakup that's coming. I can, and I think it needs to build and simmer a little bit more because I can't wait for psycho Nikki Cross to be unleashed on the main roster in WWE when she finally flips that. out and realizes that Alexa's been using her all along, and then we just 
turn Nikki Cross loose, I think that's going to be great. What I like here, and I agree with Chris, what I like the most here is that we were all expecting... Alexa and Nikki Cross to 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 fall apart. What was it before SummerSlam? What was the pay per view before SummerSlam? Um, I can't remember. But we were all expecting them to break apart before that. That Nick, that the the turn was going to happen. That Nikki was going to turn, or Alexa was going to turn on Nikki, and then we oh we saw it coming. But no, and like we said it earlier, when we like to give WWE a lot of shit because we expect a lot out of them, but when they do something. Right when they do something surprising, let's give them credit. Here, they're doing something that none of us saw coming, that we didn't expect to work either, because this duo, this pairing, is actually really interesting. It's working really, really well. They play off of each other perfectly. I think there's more to tell to this story. I think it, like Chris said, for the inevitable, because it's, it's Alexa Bliss. She's eventually yeah. going to. She's eventually going to to, to do something dastardly to, to Nikki Cross for sure. So what I think it is, I, I just the fact that they, they haven't pulled the trigger on this. I think they're going in for a longer run than maybe a lot of us were expecting. And I think that, well, I, I think that bliss and cross are going to retain as well. Go ahead. Let me ask you something. Okay. Do you think that the tag team titles are even necessary for that? Because I feel like they're not necessary to get this story over with Nikki and Alexa. Because I think it really needs to be about eventually the women's championship. I think right, but I don't. I don't think. Go ahead, Warren. Sorry. I think it adds to it because when when it does happen, they're they're going to look. We're, we're going to look back on it, or they're going to look back on it. They they have the possibility of saying, "Look, we were so solid together. We were tag team champions together. We were a true legitimate duo. We were friends, and we were able to make it work." And somehow everything just fell apart. And besides, on top of that, on top of the storyline thing, Silky, what else are you going, who else are you going to put the tag team titles on? You know, like. Well, I mean, I didn't think you should have, or you should have actually gave the Iconics an actual run and not made them lose every fucking match they were in. That would have been good. Or Bailey and Sasha, when they first won, have them win yeah. and not actually lose every match they're but, in. Yeah, exactly. But here I mean, we are. Like you said. I think Alexa, honestly, Alexa and Nikki are the only ones who actually won a match as tag team champions. Here's the thing. It, it is an interesting thought because, again, in, in thinking ahead towards the inevitable split between those two, it looks like the most obvious way to split them up is for them to lose the tag titles. But if they were somehow to stick together through a tag team title loss, and build that thing even longer, then the blow up would be that much bigger. And it might yeah, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying when I say Mandy and Sonya for the win, like that's because I expect them to go. I I expect them to keep them together, even if they lose the titles to um, Sunday. Mm -hmm. But and go for that long because I really think it has to be about the whichever SmackDown or Raw Women's Championship. I think it's essentially going to end up turning where Nikki starts pulling the head, and that's when you truly start seeing Alexa, you know, get jealous. Yeah. When Nikki yeah. starts grabbing for that brass ring and getting closer and closer to a championship match, and that's when it happens. So I, I still call Mandy Rose and Sonya DeBille to win this match, but only because, you know, because take take your pick reasons there yeah reasons. take your pick because they're hotter or because the Rick James connection the Rick James well, see, connection. I, here's I mean, the Tetsley of Kristen Ashley 
yeah, I was this gonna is say it, uh, it's it's all it's all it's all movie related. I'll have to I'll have to show it to you some other time. But uh, uh, hang yeah, on, whoa, whoa, calm that, down there, soldier. Showing up tattoos to my girlfriend. Hang on a second. I have tattoos. <laughs> I have my logo. Damn. Um, I'll uh, send you some pics in the DMs there. Yeah, there you go. Okay, all right. We're gonna have to. <laughs> title match we got hang the on, w- we're not there yet we're not there yet but people have been pointing out in the chat you know that when we were talking about who who what else do you do with the titles a lot of people are talking about Kyrie sane and oscar but then again you, they'd have to just be putting them on television for it to matter in the first place that's back suit and i hate that team Oh, there you Why go. do you hate that team? Yeah, well, they are just solos, and Kyrie yeah, Sane is just too fucking short. That girl is a midget. <laughs> well, that's just too short. And Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are not the tallest women. That's so what I was going to say. Absolutely stupid of you. But they're say. not like, you know, fairy pirates and shit. Well, I mean, At least they're, when you know, they, when they have like they match, hang on a second. Like when Nikki. It looks like. It looked like Kyrie Sane just walked out of the It's a Small World hang ride on at fucking a second. Disney World. When Kyrie Sane. <laughs> That's not racist. You said she's one of the eases. That, that's what you said. That, that's racist. So no, that's what both of them were. When Kyrie Sane and Alexa Bliss were in the ring a couple of weeks ago together, Kyrie Sane actually went like this, and she's she's taller than Alexa Bliss. She's taller than Alexa Bliss. She is. Again, Alexa Bliss did not come from It's a Small World after all. Well. Kyrie saying a new gimmick for crying out loud. I love That's the pirate. I love the pirate stuff. It makes me laugh. You can't love the pirate. I just don't. They don't. Just because I feel like just because they're both Japanese, they put them together. Oh, I feel yeah. like WWE's being racist on this one. Oh, a little bit. Like oh, this next. Well, there's no white women. White women in there as their manager, so that everybody won't turn the channel. Like that's yeah. what they're thinking there. Just stop. I mean, they're stop one it. step away from doing the. Whole, Maybe the, we can get a female kind type where they start speaking in fucking subtitles. <laughs> Let's just throw it all the way over. Breaking. Like, Chris from Speeds of the Benchmark is a bigot against little people. Coming boom. soon on Bell the Bells. There, Subscribe. There, there we go. I mean, and, and she can write fast, man. It's going to be done within uh, the next 10 minutes. By the time by the time the show's over, you're going to be buried, man. Raw Tag Team <laughs> Champions. Let's start talking about this. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. We've uh, we've talked about it a little earlier about uh, about the setup, but let's talk about what we think is going to happen specifically in this match, which is naturally going to lead into the main event. Um, are they going to retain? They being Seth and 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 Braun, uh, or if they don't, if they do or don't, what happens in their dynamic? Will there be some kind of turn some kind of twist what's going to happen here guys i don't see how seth and braun Strowman come out of this both being faces well, i mean definitely i mean somebody's got to turn and and obviously braun is the is the likely character so to me that's really the only intrigue in this match because i don't have anything against these guys as wrestlers. I mean, even Braun is a good big man. He's an athletic big man. He can do a lot of things for a guy's his size. So, you know, I don't have a huge problem with them as competitors. There's not going to be, it's not going to be a great tag team match because again, these guys don't work with each other. 
and you're probably. I, I think it'll be a, it'll be entertaining. It'll be a good tag team match, um, but let's not be. It's not going to be on level of like the bar. I mean, not the bar. Revival and revival from earlier sure, tonight. Sure, yeah. sure. It's not. It's gonna, not going to be anywhere near there. But for what it is, I think it's going to be a great match. I've, great? It is not going to be a great match. I think it is. It's going to be a turn of a match. On it's turn. Great. Because Seth and Braun are you just thought, Shut the fuck up. You, you, thought, the Undertaker, <laughs> you thought Undertaker and Goldberg was going to be a great match. I said it was going to be a great... Did I, I didn't say it was going to be... Yes, you Oh, did. my God. Did you really say that, Chris? Well, I didn't say it was going to be a great match. Hang on you a know. second, Here's Chris. <laughs> he did say that. I think I, have a, I think I have a spare clown card here somewhere. Give me a second. Stop there it. There you go. Stop it. What I say is Put that right these guys want to come back. They're, it's going to be a great spectacle is what I say. Oh. A great spectacle. Okay. And it was a great spectacle. It was not. Just because of those two entrances. And then once they start wrestling, then the spectacle was gone. But look, you just don't like old guys coming back. Which I find to be very ironic, considering that you're no spring chicken yourself, sir. And you get pretty fired up about your return matches, don't you? You don't want people out there saying, Ah, oh, Silky, I've seen this guy before. I saw him 10 years ago when he was a lot better. Well, first, at Booker T's place. And now, all of a sudden, i got to watch this guy, the car salesman, Silky, fuck all that shit. I don't want to watch it. And you well, don't say anything about that. Well, number one. When Goldberg wants to come back, it's like, oh, fuck that guy. He doesn't need to well, be here. Well, number anymore. one, black don't crack. Excuse so me for a minute, Warren. I'm going to still look like this even when I'm 50. My face will not look like beef jerky, I guarantee you. That's what my comment is on. His face, we're not going to act like his face don't look like beef jerky. Let's see. Like, Chris says it. the show's gotten off the rails quickly. Anyway, okay. yeah, uh, I don't think it's going good. to be a good match. I, I think uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler win. And I think Braun Strowman ends up with the uh, heel turn kicking the shit out of Seth. And Seth comes back later injured and beats Braun Strowman and they bury Braun even more. I think that... I'm going to go with Seth and them retaining because it seems like they've been putting over so much about never before have the champions gone in, defended their titles, and wrestled each other in the same night. So I feel like this could be a – they're going to play that up as first. They're going to win their match so that in the main event it is truly, you know, the champion versus champion for the singles title, which makes no sense, but whatever. Um, I think – that's where it's gonna go. Um, I don't. I feel like they missed a the boat on Strowman, honestly. Like a couple years ago when he was yeah. hot, everyone was clamoring yeah. for him to win the title, and then they did that bullshit in Crown Jewel, and then yep, yeah. nosedive. So at this point, I don't honestly. I don't even think. I don't even want to see him as champ. I feel like he's just. It's just gonna be bad. So I'm going. Oh, that's later, but I'm going Seth on that. But I feel like they're going to win, actually. All right, he's got Seth and Brock. I, I, and honestly, I, th I, I, th I think Rude and Ziggler are going to win. Otherwise, what was the point of what was the point of it all? What was the point of the tag team turmoil? What was the point of putting these guys together in one night? They have to do. They have to do a minimum, a bare minimum. Give them the titles. And you know what? I, th I think Seth Rollins is turning on Strowman. Oh, so great. That would be And then he good. needs to show up on Raw tomorrow night with the blonde streak back in his hair because that would be fantastic. Yes, it would be, it'd be terrible. I, hate it. Yeah. I like it. I like your idea, but one could also make that argument that that's why you put a team that has, that isn't as credible together for this match so no one blinks an eye when Seth and them, Seth and Braun go over. You Fair can make enough. that argument too. Fair enough. Um, next match that we are going to be talking about is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Champion Bailey 
taking on her challenger, Charlotte Flair. There's a, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here, I think, um, in regards to Bailey as a champion, as Charlotte being uh, ha having been positioned as a contender once again. This match, the four horsewomen being in the top uh, in the top tier of the division. Let's let's just let's just start with these two here. Let's just start by talking about it. Um, I think um, Bailey's reign has been fine. I think that you know she lost a little momentum out of uh, Money in the Bank, where I thought she was really super hot. I think the the uh, her cash in was fantastic. It was and it carried her for a bit. I think she's been a little slow on the momentum side since, but I don't think it's necessarily her fault. I think it's how she's been used that's been problematic. Toss her in with Charlotte. We're in for a fun time. But uh, what do you guys think about this match here? I think it's going to be. I think Bailey's going to win because of, I'll explain that when we get to the other match. But I think Bailey's going to win, and this is her way of. Only thing I really just don't like is that she's kind of secondary again in something else, someone else's. Like it's she's a secondary role. It's like Sasha is came back after months off, ha left after WrestleMania to wrestle Becky, mm -hmm. and now they're just adding her. Like let's give her a little rub too off the Sasha comeback because. I mean, let's face it. Bailey as a face is kind of stale. It's the same shtick. You can't be lovable that long. And, you know, at some point in a business like this, predicated on fighting and clawing to keep your spot, you can't be this happy-go-lucky person forever. Yeah, yeah so exactly. Well, and they this is do a perfect way to get her to get that edge. Yeah. And then, I mean, we could possibly... I, I just don't I think it should be someone besides Charlotte in this match, like an actual face. Because they're both cutting what, what, you. What the hell is going on with your phone? Silky's phone blowing it's up his here, phone, man. Right? Uh, yeah, that that's is my phone. phone. Um I I work. Just, holy my, cow, it's like eight notifications. Put, put the it, phone on mute. Your mom? I got this. I got this. I got this. No, well, no. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't no, know. no, it's not. It's okay. Can I drop it on him? Don't drop it on him. Oh, Don't drop it on him. Okay. So hella pause on the way I said that. Though. They didn't do Bailey any favors by constantly asking her about Sasha Banks and putting her into you know injecting her into that feud because again there's really nothing for her to do. Right. I mean she's not going to come out of that ahead of Sasha Banks. Everybody's going to be talking about Sasha Banks. So let Sasha and Becky go at it together. And there's no in the wrestling ring for Silky overhears what I'm saying here. And let Bailey do her thing on the side with Charlotte and let that be its own separate thing. When all of a sudden you put sorry, Warren, when all of a sudden you you inject Bailey into the middle of those two, then what's gonna happen? She's naturally gonna take that secondary role, and that's what they've done here. I never pick against Charlotte Flair at a pay-per-view just because it's Charlotte Flair at a pay-per-view. So I'm going to stick with that and go with Charlotte Flair. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised. It, Silky, look, on, it's I'm, the I'm, button I'm gonna, right here on the side. Click I'm, that button. I'm just going to put this out there. I'm, I'm just going to ask Kristen, please stop texting Silky, okay? I'm just Exactly. For the time being. <laughs> what did you do with your... What? Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's what... And I think, I think there is value in keeping Bailey strong just because of the Sasha, the, the, the Sasha rub. 
if if we're to, if we're to call it that, because Bailey, despite the fact, even though she won the title, she's eh, she she's been a bit of an asshole, you know, just little subtle things, you know, going yeah, going forward, you know, she's not uh, she's not always uh, smiling and huggable, and you know, she does a little, she's been doing a little couple of uh, underhanded things. She wasn't all that clean in her feud with Ember Moon, and uh, you know, she's being a bit of a jerk since winning the the, the title for. A jerk in Bailey's sense, right? Like she's not a complete heel. It's just she's still Bailey, but you know, with a bit of an edge. Um, so, uh, so basically, uh, I think that there's value in continuing this a little more. I think there's value in having her get a real legitimate win over Charlotte because, well, Bailey hasn't had a big legitimate win. Since yes, since winning the title, she hasn't she hasn't had that one uh, that one big win that 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 helps put her over ultimately that helps cement a bit her, her that helps helps cement her 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 run. It's the it's the horsewomen. They're friends. They're all working for each other. Ultimately, we've seen we saw it on Monday. Bailey was a goddamn workhorse on Monday. She did everything in that match. She put everyone. She put everyone before her. She ate. She she ate the bumps. She did the work. I think that she's coming out on. I, I definitely, honestly, I don't think Charlotte gives a shit. Like in real life, you know, like I don't think she cares really. Another another championship run or not, I don't think she cares. I think there's value in having stronger women in the division outside of just Becky and Charlotte. And I think it's important that WWE builds in that uh, in that direction. I agree with you. I don't. I really don't like the fact that she's using. She's basically using the other title to justify her title. Like I want to make sure that this title is what people talk about. You know, it's lived in the shadow of the Raw title, but it seems like why would you, just don't bring up the Raw title? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. You're you're putting you're basically going out there and saying that my title right now is inferior and I'm just trying to make it less inferior and you know mm-hmm. put some prestige on it but just don't say that your title is inferior yeah, like who cares about what's going on in raw and that's kind of how they book it they're booking it like the smackdown title is less than the raw title because here we are we're talking about the smackdown match but we can't help but mention the Raw Raw Women's match. But when it comes to talking about that, I guarantee you we're probably not going to mention much about SmackDown because that match stands by itself because of the build and everything. You don't need Bayley. You don't need Charlotte. I'm sure there'll probably be some shenanigans where they end up getting involved, but like as far as straight build, Mm -hmm. that match stands by itself, whereas Bayley and Charlotte need... Like Bailey and Charlotte need that Becky and Sasha match to even be relevant on this card, in my opinion. By the way, tinyurl.com slash tip Warren. Tip him. This shit is these bills need to get paid, people. So there it is right there, the website. And tip in a few bucks. Yeah, I'm saying to myself. You know, it helps. It certainly helps. Every little bit helps. Ain't that right, Silky? Tell them why. These bills need to get paid. Indeed they do. It's not and free Canadian shit that we currency. do. That's right, in Canadian currency. And so make sure Which you chip like, in and help out. I don't know uh, the exchange rate. So I don't know the exchange rate either, but, you know, it's got to yeah, be. I don't know. Pay in maple syrup. Whatever. Something like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Everything gets converted ultimately into maple syrup here. Either, that's no, right. either maple syrup or poutine. It doesn't matter. It's either or. 
we we just we we, we need we need money for our hockey pucks. Um, no. next, let's move on. We're going to talk about the only match on the card that does not involve a title in any way, shape, or form: Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. We've talked about the angle um, previously. Start- we talked about the angle. Is silly. Yep. That is true. We talk, uh, but I thought we agreed that this sucks and no one cares. So <laughs> <laughs> he was hoping you were just going to blow right yeah. by. So, but we can float that. right by because I think we ha- we said pretty much everything we had to say about this setup here. Yeah. I think it's the least interesting card match on the card. I think that this is a raw main event at best. At best. And... That's that. I don't know why it's here and not the King of the Ring finals where everyone has been much more invested in. It's a no disqualification match. Uh, I did enjoy their brawl on on SmackDown, but not enough to really get me excited about it. Roman wins. What do you guys think? Roman wins. It'll probably be a little bit better than we anticipate just because it's an ODQ match. And Roman puts on better matches than a lot of people give him That's credit true. for. Yeah. So, you know, I uh, think it'll be yeah. a little bit better than we normally or excuse me, it'll be a little bit better than we're anticipating. Still don't think it's going to be a great match, but I agree with you that Roman wins. Yeah. I put it like this. If you watch our show, you know, my disdain for the 24 seven. Yes. I'd rather watch a 24 seven championship. Holy cow. That's saying something. Than this. Cause I mean, it's, you can't get into a match when you feel like there's just no way the other guy's going to win. No one in this world thinks that Rowan's going to win, and if you say Rowan's going to win, you actually think that you should kill yourself. Just stop it! You cannot... <laughs> well, my button doesn't work, so I told you I had to say it live. You cannot say it's that. On you. Sorry, YouTube mods, whoever's watching this. He is not actually yeah, I'm not suggesting that this happen. Yes. actually Please do kill not. yourself. Listen, if, unless you actually think that. Stop if it! My channel, yeah, if, he did not say that. If my channel gets taken down, we'll know exactly why, guys, and I'm coming after you with the full force of my lawyers. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> the time on our show it's fine good to see the queen there in the chat nice to see you ma'am but um yeah just stop talking about it let's move on to yeah but roman reigns wins there you go we all got roman winning um and uh, aaron jay's fan of course uh agrees he says Rowan. well he says roman of course (laughs) haha joke it's roman is going to win uh he actually says that this should be a squash roman needs to beat the shit out of rowan and uh, yeah, Hobo Hanks, it really does when you think about it. Yeah, it does. He because ha- I mean he's just tried to kill you on three different occasions. Yeah, he's bad at it, but he still but tried. He still yeah. tried. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it doesn't help that Roman doesn't have great survival instincts. You jump into a car that clearly you see the car is coming. So why would you jump into the car? That's neither here nor there. He, That's neither here nor and there. And he has <laughs> to settle it. Like he has to send a message. The company he works for isn't investigating. Didn't call the cops. He's left to his own devices. WWE is not doing anything to protect him. What, what else are yeah. you going to do? It sounds true. like the premise to a really shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, exactly. Bad Hallmark film or something like that. The WWE Championship is also going to be on the line. Kofi Kingston is going to defend against Randall uh, K. Orton. I don't know if there's really a K there, but, you know, because it's RKO. Well, that's what everybody says. I don't know. So, you know, hopefully there is. Um, am I going to be the glass of cold water here and say that Kofi is dropping the title? Yes. Yes, I am. I think Kofi Kingston, uh, his his run his run has uh, got all the momentum. It uh, it it mustered all the momentum it could. I think he's been a fantastic champion. Don't get me wrong, and I think there's more mileage to be had with the second run out of Kofi Kingston. But I think he has to go back to being the chaser and not the chasey. What do you guys think? 
Um, I think I, and this could be just personal opinion, but I would rather him drop it on a bigger show than Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe build this to, I mean, Survivor Series is right around the corner, a couple months away. Build it to Survivor Series, have him drop it there. Like one of the big four, he needs to drop this title. So I'm going to go with Kofi just because, you know, I feel like that's how you should. Because I feel like there's a lot more mileage in this feud, like, to him to just drop it right now. I think, look, Kofi totally makes him look bad after all the stuff Orton did and, you know, the talking in front of his kid. And then the first time, the next major match you, you lose, now you're just saying to your, you know, he just bitched me out in front of my family, and I t- took it. So you got to put Kofi over in this match and then build to another match where Orton can actually win. What do you think, That's Chris? not a bad thing. I mean, here's the thing. If, if he loses to Randy Orton, I don't think anybody's going to go, oh, what a bunch of bullshit. He lost to Randy Orton. I mean, Randy Orton's a legend. Yeah, it's Randy Orton. Randy Orton doesn't get, as, as far as I'm concerned, I see too many people talking about how oh, Randy Orton needs to retire. Eh, same old Randy Orton. Randy Orton's a pro. Yeah. He's, just, he's such a pro. And to take the title off of Kofi and give it to Randy Orton, I don't think would be a bad thing. But I'm kind of with Silky. I, I think I think Kofi's got a little bit more left in the tank. Um, I think it's going to be a very good match. I love the fact that they're calling back to the history between these two going way, way mm-hmm. back. That's been absolutely brilliant. And I think it makes more sense for Kofi to... I didn't even think about the bit with his kids because that makes sense as well. But just based on the history between the two of them and sort of Kofi conquering that past demon. I think it makes sense for him to this one to win this one. So I'm going to go with Kofi. And it's a perfectly fine line of thought, but consider this gentlemen. What if finally here, you know, Randy Orton comes out, he does win and he comes out and he basically says, I told you 11 years ago, you weren't ready. It took you 11 years to get to the title. I made you. And I have unmade you. I own your career, Kofi Kingston. Dudes, I have I love I have, it. I, I love have it. goosebumps just saying it out loud. It would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, and Randy Orton is the guy that he's the type of character, his personality would just drive that home in the most sinister way possible. It would be fantastic. And then add on top I mean, of that, remember yeah. earlier on, I said the revival were winning the titles. Then RKO, FT RKO, draped in gold, baby. There you go. They they look fantastic as a trio. You cement the trio. Then you move into something like Survivor Series or even Hell, even Hell in a Cell. You get Hell in a Cell where you have the New Day versus FT RKO. That'd be amazing as well. Yeah, look, I I think this is what this is a well booked match because you can make a solid argument for either guy to win. Yeah. And I'm going to be thoroughly interested in where both guys go Mm -hmm. once the match is over, no matter who wins. So this is one that I'm really looking forward to. I think it's going to be a really good match. But storyline wise, I I wasn't particularly thrilled with the outcome of the previous match on the paper. I I really did like the outcome, like the the DQ, because I mean, because but now looking looking at it, looking at the fact that it's gotten us to this point, then you go, okay, well that made sense because now I'm much more invested in this as a fair fight where I could see either guy winning. I don't think Orton going over in that previous match would have gone over as well, but if he does on this one. 
you can say, oh, well, you know, look at what happened last time. He was right there. I, I, I feel like it makes well Kofi look a little bit weak. I think he needs to win this one at least, if no more than for the family and stuff. And I like his idea, but WWE tends to cock things up. Sure. So, <laughs> so they'll probably do something stupid like have Kofi win, still have the Revival win, and then have that three-on-three three Hell in a Cell winner take all. Something silly. Which I'm not a big fan of, like, multiple titles. A tag title and a singles title. Yeah, in the same match, being on the line the same match. I hate well, it. anyway, so, we'll see what happens. But the yeah, but I, I we're still on Kofi. If there's one thing we're in agreement in is that this whole storyline has been very, it's been well done, it's been compelling, rooted in history. Agreed. It makes sense. We like it. We'll see where they Agreed. move on with this. Here's another interesting one: the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, uh, who is, by the way, Chris Spizak's favorite wrestler. Versus yeah. Sasha Banks, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you guys carry this one off. Go right ahead. Well, <laughs> I feel like it's time now. I think Becky Lynch, the man, it it's over. Like it needs she she's got to dump this, drop this title. It's one of those. What's according to say? How can I miss you if you don't go How away? How can we miss you if you don't go away? So I need. I think she needs to take this loss. She needs to take that L real quick. And who <laughs> yeah. just went away? Sasha Banks just went away, and she comes back immediately gets a title shot. Yeah, so she, she goes back to the drawing board and can reinvent herself and maybe even come up with something even bigger and better than the man. Because, I mean, the, no matter what he says, the man character was immensely over. And at first, it was I thought it was great. I still like the, the whole idea of it, but it just once all the stuff with Ronda played out, it kind of was like flat one note. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it I, I never, here's the thing. Here's my thing with Becky Lynch. I loved Becky Lynch as a face. I thought she was great. And it was, it was so unfortunate that they couldn't find a way to make that character work and get her in the title picture more often. I mean, let, let's face it in the build up to SummerSlam, when she finally turned on Charlotte and this whole man character came around, I mean, she was, she, just wasn't around at all mm -hmm. for such a long period of time. So there's no question the gimmick was over with the fans. I, I just was never really a fan of it. I think it's a, I mean, I see what they're trying to do with it. It just, it just didn't resonate with me personally. I think, um, I think one of the reasons why, why everyone felt that it kind of fizzled out after WrestleMania is it, it's, it, it, it lies entirely on the shoulders of WWE who, had failed up until that point, up until WrestleMania, to build any other type of contender for Becky, right. or mm -hmm. even if it had been Charlotte or Ronda who won, you know, WrestleMania. There were no other women. There were just there no one else. Sasha was gone. Bailey wasn't credible. They they, they had essentially uh, they had essentially um, uh, murdered the personalities of both Bailey and Sasha uh, throughout 2018. Um, so, uh, so the problem, that's why we got bloody Lacey Evans and, and Charlotte after, uh, not Charlotte and Becky after, uh, WrestleMania, because there was no one else. There was just, there was yeah. no one was, else. I did like, card. I did like the idea of, hello? Hello? Lacey How are you Evans. doing? Yeah, no, he's oh. still here. He just got oh. real quiet all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. I thought he was answering but his phone. Like he's used to me trying to talk over him while he's talking. So <laughs> when he gets quiet, you know, he's not used to it. All right, but I do like the idea of I did like the idea of Lacey Evans being a challenger, and for a hot second she looked like a legitimate threat, mm -hmm. and then and then of she course started she wrestling. Lost. 
<laughs> I, I like versus wrestling. I like the woman's right. It's an awesome finish. I hate punches as finishers. I hate them all. I hate big shows. I hate I hate punches as finishers. They're stupid. But go ahead. I mean, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but after she lost that, she went straight back to obscurity. Like, yeah. I forgot she. I was watching, I think, Raw from last week. And did she wrestle? She wrestled Natalia. Whatever show she wrestled Natalia mm-hmm. on. And I was like, Oh shit, she is still with the company. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be saying that about the talent. That's how little uh, they And about up. somebody who was in the main title picture. Yeah, like, like literally a few months ago. I'm with sports and things in the chat. I just don't see... I, I mean, not that I don't see it. I don't want to see them waste Sasha's comeback. Right. It would be great. It, it just makes sense for Sasha to come back, turn heel, kick ass, and win the title... And have a reign at the top. So, yeah, based on what away from Charlotte, yeah, keep Charlotte away from her. Exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, I I agree with you. I think they don't waste it. I think it's time. It's just time it's for just Becky time. to lose. And give me heel Charlotte as the champ. That's that's where that's where I'm going. I, you mean heel Sasha? Heel Sasha, sure. Sorry. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and my the same type of logic that I applied to Kofi applies in my case to Becky here as well. I think that. I think that Becky as a chaser would be would just be refreshing. It'd just be a nice change of pace. And uh, like Aaron Jay's fan pointed out in the chat when we were talking about Lacey Evans, they had to rely on a rookie, you know, to help exactly. to, to help move this exactly. along. Again, not necessi- it's not necessarily Lacey's fault. I think, you know, it's all a question of bad decisions. WWE painted themselves into a corner. That's what they had to deal with. That this is what happened, you know, essentially. Right, right. So, uh, so basically, what are we saying here? Are, uh, are, we're Sasha, Sasha. We all agreeing on Sasha here. We're all, all agreeing on agreeing Sasha. That. That's fantastic. Good, good on us. See the, the uh, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I'd like to give the world a coke, and uh, keep it company. What was it again? I don't remember. He's gonna smile. Gonna smile. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, Universal Champion, the main event, the Universal Championship, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman, tag team partners, who will now be facing off in the Universal title picture. I said it earlier, I think Seth is pulling the trigger. I think we're getting a heel champion, because the as far as heels go on Raw, guys, and I want to get your thoughts here, as far as heels go on Raw, there's AJ, there's Baron... But outside of that, there aren't really any major, major main event level guys. McIntyre. Well, he's hurt, but McIntyre. But he's not. Is he considered a main event guy? Uh, like I, I could see him in a main in the main event. Yeah, he kind of waffles between main event and non-main event just because yeah. of the way they. Just yeah. when you think he's going to be in the main event picture, then all of a sudden he's Something gone. Happens. The fiend. The fiend is a great call, Amber Goff. Yeah, but, but we're not going to see Good him. Point. At least I hope we don't see him so often on Raw, you know, wrestling and such. I see what you're saying, Warren. Look, here's the thing, and and I'm going to backtrack just a little bit here because I honestly really haven't cared for this universal title run from Seth Rollins. And, you know, again, we make, yeah, and, and, and we make no bones about it on our program. We're both Brock Lesnar fans because when Brock Lesnar shows up, it feels like a big deal. It just does. It just feels like a big deal. And at least that's the way I look at it. And say what you will, everybody wanted somebody to finally beat Brock. And so 
people were invested in the match because they were like, finally, is somebody going to finally beat this motherfucker and get the belt off of him? And that, to me, is what it's supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. either, that's that's what you want. I just am indifferent about whether Seth Rollins wins or loses. And that's that's what's unfortunate about it. That's what makes me look at this match and go, you know, I, I hope one of them ends up with a heel turn because... Otherwise, I just don't really care about the outcome as much. I don't really care about what happens with Seth Rollins as champion. I mean, am I, am I alone in that? Have you been at all impressed with Seth Rollins? Talk to me, Silky. Talk to me. Not really. I mean, I, I kind of agree with both of you. His run has been very lackluster. But, I mean, he hasn't also had a lot to work no, with. No, that's it. Like, we, like we, you basically blew your wad on this match to get the title off Lesnar. Which I thought was fucking stupid to have him take the title off Lesnar, only to lose it to Lesnar, only to build back to take it back off Lesnar. And then once you did that, like I say, you while you're doing that, when you're booking a little insight from what I do in wrestling, I book shows. You do. While you're booking your champion, you also have to make sure you're booking one or two other people strong so that when you come out and you've crowned this new champion, there's like two or three people waiting right there that are already on that level. And And it's amazing how many times we see that mistake being made by WWE, whether it's the women's division in in NXT after Asuka left. There were no real challengers for, you know... They're like, going through it right now right in now. NXT with Shayna Baszler. That's why... Yeah, right. I mean... They have to go, they have to go pull uh, uh, Rhea Ripley... Out of uh, out of NXT UK to have like someone who looks who looks like a credible threat. They're having the exact same issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so I mean, I don't know. With this one, I mean, honestly, it goes either way. There's no one built except for maybe Corbin, and we've got now we got to wait till Monday to see if he wins King of the Ring or anything. But except for Corbin, there's really no one. In, well, you got the Fiend and, and the Fiend. I, I think but they're I, I think, think they're going to that too soon. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, you, ho- I hope they keep it away for a while. I do. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to happen at Hell in a Cell. He's, it, from what I understand, unless I'm misunderstanding this, is it not? Did, did, did the fiend not say in the Firefly Funhouse that he's going to have a title match at Hell in a Cell with the winner of Rollins and uh, and Strowman? That's what he said, but you know, we shall see. see so, so, hopefully, they don't blow that too early. But yeah, I think I, I think Rollins gets this one just because I don't think Braun's the guy to take the title off him. Mm-hmm. So it definitely could be. It just it almost like I don't like matches like this because there's too many mitigating factors that you have to think about. Because now knowing that, or possibly knowing that the fiend is coming in Hell in a Cell, right? Mm-hmm. Why um, it wouldn't make sense for them to put it on Brock. I mean, Braun. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it wouldn't make sense for them to. (laughs) I know you guys are Brock fans, but he's not around. But it wouldn't make sense for them to put it on Braun because you've got to build this fan character. You have a a very rarely in wrestling do you get a redo when you have fucked something up so royally. And now he's reinvented. And now we're all back on the Bray Wyatt, this is awesome train. Even more so than before, yeah. I would argue, yeah. I mean... And so you can't fuck it up by having him lose. So, I mean, they did great with his appearances as The Fiend. The match with Finn Balor, I thought, was done well. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going Hell in a Cell with The Fiend, you got to have Seth Rollins. 
he's going because it's believable that one Seth Rollins can almost play that fear role. Yeah, you can't fear shit when you, even even though he's got the mask and the creepy lantern and stuff. When you're like six foot eight, six ten, I don't fear shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I no, I just it, wouldn't. And it doesn't make sense to take it off of Braun just to immediately have him dump it to the fiend if we assume that the fiend is going to win. Assume it, and and, and, and yeah. I agree. And I, I agree when you, you know talking about the, the redo about you know uh, uh, Bray uh, maybe putting him in the title picture too too early because right now. And this is a rarity these days, but the fiend doesn't need a title. He does not. No, he, does. He, not at all. No. he doesn't need it. He is over like bananas without a title. He didn't need it when he was Bray Wyatt, like when he first started, mm-hmm. like not before they had him losing every big match situation. Exactly. But like he did not. He does not need a title. No. But also, here's the thing: is there's no one just like there's no one for the whoever wins this title match who do you put the fiend against mm-hmm. exactly that you know is going to make compelling like the only one is was Finn Balor they've already done that i mean there wasn't enough of a beat down to like warrant like him coming back as the demon to get fucking sure. revenge for just a regular fucking loss. Me, what I do, so, what I do with the fiend, I'd have him come out, keep slaughtering legends, popping in out of nowhere, and just, just, you know what? What would have been just fantastic on, on SmackDown this week, and I, I can't remember who was talking about it, but I was like, it's such a good idea. You know the Taker promo, which was nothing, which was just really boring. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily have Bray Wyatt or the Fiend appear to. Mandible Claw, The Undertaker. You don't need to do that. But imagine if just the lights came off and then you started, you had the strobe lights flickering and then you had the fiend appear somewhere in the arena and then this just disappear again. You'd be like, Yeah, exactly. Oh. Exactly. Like he, just to have him stalking The Undertaker. Yeah, it. absolutely. You know, and then they bring Taker back every two or three months and Taker comes back and then, oh, the Fiend is back again, and he's stalking him. Boom! You got yourself an instant WrestleMania match that everyone is going to care about. Yeah. Hey, Justin brings up an interesting point. Uh, he says, did Bray say he's challenging the champion specifically? I could see The Fiend costing Braun the match, and then they battle in Hell in a Cell. That's an interesting take because yeah, history. he's still getting... Yeah, and he's still getting his Hell in a Cell match, and you keep him away from the title. I like that take a lot, Justin. I, I, think I that- do like that take, and also more important... But also, if we're going to do that and we're not going to have Seth um, go against The Fiend at Hell in a Cell, you need to have Seth coming out looking as good as possible. So I would more have Seth win the match, you know, hard-fought match, than after have The Fiend show up and just beat the shit out of Braun Strowman like no one's ever done it before. Yeah, that's a fair point, too. And that way you still have a viable champion – that can go against Baron Corbin essentially is. I think that's where we're headed. I mean, yeah. it's the only. Listen, it's the only other choice. Well, they, they can't honestly. They can't go back to the Baron Corbin. Well, we just got it a couple of months ago, and we had Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins all throughout last year as well. They can't plead. That is true. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Well, I think we got. We both got Seth Rollins winning this thing. And yeah, I agree. I'm with that as well. But Seth Rollins is—he ends the night a heel. He. I hope so. I think I that's what right. happens. That would be amazing. 
That would be amazing. Because, 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 because people, because, uh, uh, listen, if WWE is reading the room like they occasionally do, we don't do it all the time, but sometimes they do, I think they'll realize that, you know, the baby say, the baby face Seth run has sort of run its course. People are not really all that into it. Probably be a little refreshing. I think we're going to get a good mix up, a good shake up. For the uh, for the fall premiere of SmackDown on Fox, which is upcoming, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We ran through the card. Our predictions are out there into the wild. It's happening this Sunday. I am excited to see what I. Uh, final thoughts, guys. I think this is going to be a, an entertaining show. I think WWE since WrestleMania have been putting on systematically good pay per views. I think SummerSlam was a bit of a misstep, but they've been putting on good to great main roster pay-per-views. And I think this one has the potential to be another good one. Yeah, and it looks like, you know, it's funny. It looks kind of like a 50-50 card to me. You know, like the uh, the tag team matches, I feel like you got a great one with the New Day and the Revival and then the so-so one with the Raw titles. I think with the, you know, with the lower card titles, you got a really good one in Cedric and AJ. And then you got Shinsuke's match, which I'm not really interested in. The, the main titles, Kofi and Orton, I think is going to be great. Seth and, and Braun, maybe not so much. So, you know, it, it's it certainly has the potential to have some really, really good matches. And look, if you can come out of a pay-per-view saying, you know, man, I really like four, five, six of the matches, that's a damn good pay-per-view. Yep. So I, I agree with you. I think this could be a really good one. Gentlemen, I, I want to thank you again for coming over. It felt like uh, it felt like old times. It was like just putting on, you know, that old smelly New Balance sneaker that you love so much. Just slides back onto your feet, and you, you, they wear New Balance in Canada. We'll oh. we'll wear them. Down. Yeah. That's it. That says ninety minutes, Warren. <laughs> yeah. Started streaming ninety minutes ago. Props to all you people in the chat who listen listen to our bullshit for ninety and minutes. Would have started Holy cow! Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill fucking Gates, thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate that, buddy. Blaming, Good looking out. Let's keep blaming Microsoft, guys. Uh, let the people know what's up. I know you guys are having a schedule um, shakeup as well on your end, correct? Yes, Silky is kicking ass as he often does okay. in the shoot job as well. So they're moving him around a little bit with the shoot job. So we're normally Monday Wednesdays. We are still Monday Wednesdays for the time being until SmackDown starts its Friday run. And then we will move to Mondays and Fridays. But for the time being, you can catch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Benchmark, And you can catch us on Twitter at Benchmark as well. Silky's with me on Monday nights. Our buddy Kyle King is with me on Wednesday nights. But it'll be back, it'll be back to me and Silky before you know it on yeah. Mondays and Fridays. So uh, make sure to check us out. We always enjoy you guys coming along. And Warren... It's a damn pleasure to be back with you, sir. It's fantastic. Yeah. Always a pleasure. It's fantastic. You guys know how much I how much I love your show, and it's a shame that I can't be there as much or listen to it as much. I always catch it on the replays, though. But uh, you, these guys have a fantastic show. Super fan interactive. Do check them out. I thank you both for joining me. Thank you, everyone who popped into the chat this evening on your Friday evening to listen to all of us think talk about something that we feel we know about. Wrestling is what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is the most awesome outro. Yeah. And we're going to leave it as such. Excellent. Thank you all, everyone, for, for popping in this evening. And I will see you next time.